right, Ian, welcome to another episode of We Book Celebrities. We're back. We are back. How are you, Dan? I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and, and yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Okay. Little, uh, I went to the dentist today. Oh, nice. Um, you know, I was saying I was sick like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I had that sick breath. Oh, you wanted to make sure it was uh, With- sick breath and not tooth breath yeah and it's kind of it's tooth breath is it yeah they're gonna remove my wisdom teeth oh because no. they're piercing in and like irritating my gums okay. and tongue yeah so my tongue just smells gross no shit <laughs> i've just been eating packs and packs of spearmint gum really so i don't have to breathe on people i didn't know that was a thing that could happen yeah i didn't know hmm. either yeah i had my wisdom teeth out uh, when i was in college and it was pretty Pretty smooth. Right. Smooth sailing. One side got like infected and swelled up a little bit for a few days mm-hmm. uh, after, but you know, overall pretty, pretty good procedure. How many days out were you? I was only actually out for like one day. Yeah. And then I just, you know, you know, they give you their Vicodin or whatever, and that just made me sleep. So I right. just, I kind of slept through an entire day and then I was out doing stuff the next day. You just, you still can't eat solid food, but. Yeah. I was conscious and walking around. Yeah, the dentist was saying like she could take them out today, like right now. I could just pull them out. Yeah. Like mine were in a spot where she can just remove them very easily. Okay. And she's not an oral surgeon. She's just a dentist. Huh. And she's like, I'll do it right now. Like we could do it in like two minutes. Like I, I, I need mean, to think about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's incredible though. I mean, that that they're so. Like, I, I don't know, technology has allowed it to be that simple for them. Right. Like, okay, let's just go in and yeah, fucking do it. She can just remove it in two minutes. and But then she was saying, like, hers were at the same way mine are, and she was, like, able to eat, like, right after the surgery and stuff. Oh, really? which I don't know how that could be, but... I don't know what the terms are for it, but I was not. Like, mine... are yours, So yours are coming out a little bit? Yeah. I think mine were still, like, you know, whatever the word is. Right. But you were still young, you were still in college, yeah. and they needed to remove them. I think so. Yeah. Yes. So I think like for mine, they've mentioned it for a couple of years, uh-huh. but you know, you get in your upper twenties and they still haven't been removed. As long as it's not like affecting you too much day to day, it's like who cares? You might as well leave them in there. But now with shit breath. No. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that was a, a side effect. I don't know <laughs> how often it is. Um, and let me tell you, I've I've personally never noticed anything. Well, that is yeah, that is good to hear. I've just been talking to people just side to side. Right. Like we not- keep a we keep a healthy <laughs> distance <laughs> recording, but still, it can't be that bad. Yeah. Oh, and mics like <laughs> where you kind of have to whisper and people oh, like. Oh yeah, I'm in. sure you're very. Self- conscious oh boy yeah. like laugh factory with people who you know uh make or break your career dan and they put their face in close i'm, I'm sorry curtis i probably smell like shit right now that's where you just try to say as little as possible but be very polite and, exactly oh man so that's rough the teeth are gonna go yeah you gotta take care of that and my breath will be less like a dog mm-hmm. you'll get there which will be nice cool man um that's awesome well, enough of with teeth talk. Teeth talk. Right here on... In the afternoon. <laughs> um, do you think LeBron has a... He looks like he has a nice set of teeth. I'm sure he's got some of the best dental care right. in all of Cleveland. Uh, but I don't know if they have enough to fix that forehead of his. 
Oh no, and that's that poor receding hairline. I know it's getting it's getting more and more obvious. Yeah, that's what happens. You put that headband on, you can cover it for a while, right? But right. it might be causing it also. Mm-hmm. Is that wait? It can cause it. I think it so. can make like, it. Yeah, I, if it's rubbing up against your hair so yeah. much, it's gonna make it fall out faster. I think it does to a point. I wore a hat for like all of high school uh, and college. Yeah, and it definitely assisted it. I don't think you're losing your hair though. Well, I ha- like I've had this forehead since I was like 17. Okay. Like I have a decent receding hairline, but my uh, aunt is a beautician and she gave me this particular uh, shampoo and conditioner. Oh, I see. And I will plug that till the day I. And die. it's working. Yeah, because I really I, think I, I don't look at you and think like, oh, Danny's losing his hair. Yeah. I don't see that. But I had this receding hairline and forehead in high school. Oh, no shit. Like, it got bad fast. So, wait, do I have a receding hairline? A little bit, but not really. Oh, okay. I, I feel like I do sometimes, but then I can never tell. Yeah, that's. I, I think we're kind of in the same yeah, boat. We're, I don't, yeah, but... I think at this age, no. Okay. But then you see, like, college people and high schoolers who have, like, these foreheads, and it's like, what the fuck is wrong with this hair? I think I have a naturally big forehead, too. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. Then you you just deal with it. Mm. My uh my poor cousin has a receding hairline. It's a girl. Oh no, that's a bummer. That's a real bummer. Yeah, yeah. Girls with receding hairline. Yeah, guys, it's just like it's it's expected. It kind of sucks, but it's like well, you know, that's just what happens. Mm-hmm. It's an acceptable look. Oh. I don't know, man. But like it happens earlier and earlier. There's all these hormones in the food, and people just I don't know. <laughs> right, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not gonna pretend to know what causes <laughs> it, but still, when you see like a high schooler that's balding, that's yeah, kind of wild. Have you found gray hair yet? Um, I have very light hair, mm-hmm. like blonde, and there are some grays in there, but I don't think it's as noticeable because it's so yeah light. You know? Yeah. It'd be hard to see. Yeah, but there, it's it's happening. It's in there. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Does that bother you at all? No, not really. Yeah. Not, not yet. Right. I think the balding thing's going to be a bigger issue. I think so, too. <laughs> That's going to make me have a crisis moment a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Well, we've at least said his first name. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you, you know what I realize? Like, we sometimes we'll dance around who the guest is. Right. But, like, people are seeing the episode title. <laughs> that is true. Like, they know what they're getting into. <laughs> They might they might be frustrated that we're not getting to the point, but like you, we don't need to announce the guest for you every time. It's LeBron James, by the way. Yes. If you haven't read yet, you or if, idiot. Goddamn non-reading motherfucker. Yeah. All right. Well, it is uh, LeBron James. Yeah, LeBron. Real excited. Um, one of the, the best king. athletes. We've... Uh, we had Shaq here, so now we'll switch it up and have uh, LeBron... We're getting a lot of the uh, the basketball stars yeah. in-house. In exactly. All right. Well, uh, I'm ready. I'm less nervous than last time. Cool. I think we're feeling good. I think this is going to be a good one. I think we're going to have a, a great show and have a meaningful discussion, unlike last time. <laughs> right. <laughs> we actually get into some meat with LeBron James. With the LeBron James. King James. King James right here on We Book Celebrity. Stay tuned. Oh, she gonna be mad, right? Ain't that too bad, right?
And welcome back to We Book Celebrities. That was nice. We didn't even plan that. No, we didn't. That was like a basketball metaphor. We shared that ball real well. We passed it around. Yeah. Split the D. No look pass. No look. That was great. Mm-hmm. Man. Alley-oop. We're on top of it. Um, which is a shame because uh, we're already and prepared and feeling good. And old boy right. didn't show up. Yeah, there was a scheduling conflict. Yeah. You would think we would have looked at that game schedule. We didn't We didn't look at the uh, Cavs schedule yeah they're actually they're in they're in denver right now not even close to chicago how do we not see that i don't know we gotta we gotta fire our intern yeah i think i, even <laughs> I saw it on well yeah we don't have i mean we do we should get we should rid get of, an intern eventually and then get rid of them um i think i even saw the game on tv at a bar oh you tonight did and didn't even think about it I was just like, oh, yeah, like we get to interview him today. And maybe you thought he would take his like um, personal jet. Just fly right down our street. Just for this show. For this <laughs> for this podcast. He could probably fly it right down 9094 Highway. You could land on it. I think so. Like that's what the, that's what the Luftwaffe did in Nazi Germany. <laughs> it's just like that. LeBron just James like is just like Nazi Germany. He is. He's a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's stick to that story. Um, well, fuck. We, you know, what are you going to do? Right. Right. What it, it really says a lot about his character. <laughs> and not our lack of planning <laughs> and forgetting that he has a night game in Denver. Uh, well. Well, I hope his go- game goes well. Yeah, so do I. And I think... Uh, It'll be okay. Yeah. We'll do an episode anyway. I think we'll be all right. I feel like we've been in this situation before. I can't yeah. remember if, if anybody's ever canceled on us or had something weird where they didn't show up, but Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think so. I haven't recalled one yet, but I don't remember. But um the I think we're professionals and we can handle it. Yeah, is what let's I'm do yeah, let's do mm-hmm. this. We have questions. We have questions, we have things to talk about. Right. Mm-hmm. Um Do you think he's good at other sports? I'm I'm certain of it. Yeah. Somebody had told me, and I you know I didn't look this up, but uh, he played football in high school, but at a certain point, it's like you can make way more money playing basketball. It's not gonna fuck up your body. Yeah. In the same way, at least. Right. Um. So yeah, you don't you don't continue with, with football if you have the option. Yeah, and if you're that good, you gotta pick one. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. like a Deion Sanders, those type of guys. Right. go after a lot of stuff and but like man. to answer your question like would he be good at other sports like lebron would be like a real badass like tight end or something oh god you know just reach up there yeah oh, nobody yeah. could defend him yeah i would love to watch him play football oh that would be that would be super fun but like he'd be stupid to do it right at the, yeah you know? at, at, at this point you know i love watching all his replays and everything yeah for basketball, so you know, what more could you ask for? I guess, I guess so, yeah. Right. Um, now, did you play multiple sports in high school in rec? I didn't, did not play multiple sports in high school. In high school, I did football for one year, but and then I quit. Yeah, <laughs> because I like went to a a big school and uh, I wasn't like that good, mm-hmm. and I was like. Uh, it's not worth it. It's not worth my time. Right. Was that freshman year? No, it was freshman year. Yeah. yeah. And I played like prior to that 
Yeah. Were you nice and scrawny? And I was real, real skinny. But I was like, uh, the reason I got into it is because like my dad was was uh, always like a sports dude. He was he mm-hmm. was into it. Like he played growing up, and like one of the ways we would always bond is we would throw the football. And I was like, I can I can really throw and catch a football very well to this day. Right. Yeah. But I'm not like. You know, I can't like block a guy. Yeah, you, <laughs> you put know, pads on and everything. Yeah. And no, it's just I'm not built for that. Yeah, what did you did you play quarterback and wide receiver? No, I did. I was wide re- wide receiver and defensive back. There you go. Yeah, Sweet. on the uh, on the scout team. Yeah. So <laughs> I had I had a few highlights when we were like, you know, either either up like where they're like, oh, we can let the bad kids play, right. Or, uh, you know, in their, like, practice scrimmages. Yeah. Yeah. Or a blowout they might put you in. Right. Yeah. Right. That's basically how I played football as well. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, yeah. man. I And, like, and I don't know. I kind of just realized early, like, there's no sense in, like, going to these, like, two-a-day practices in the summer if I'm never going to get to play. Yeah. Like, I'll just hang with my friends. Right. And my parents were cool with it. They're like, yeah, you tried. That's good. But you completed the year. Yeah. And then decided at the end... Yeah, that's no, not enough you. for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I, oh man, I didn't try out freshman year. I played, I think like sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Okay. So yeah. Like yeah. all rec stuff. And man, I was not only like the scrawniest, uh-huh. but also like the slowest. Really? Real slow, my like boy. You'd, you'd be pretty fast. Holy fuck. I don't know what's really? wrong. I think like my dad's real slow. Huh. And I don't know if I was just taught, I wasn't taught how to really run. Like, you know how, like, <laughs> okay, you know, like Fred Flintstone. He runs in place for a little bit. Yeah, that, that's kind of where, like, I remember watching the Olympics, like, a few years ago and okay. watching, like, Hussein Bolt, where he's almost leaping, like, really pressing with those legs yeah, to that's... push you forward. Mm-hmm. I just kind of, like, moved my legs instead of, like, propelling myself forward. <laughs> I just kind of moved my legs, but almost leaned back. Have you so, like, like watched video of yourself running, um, or how do you? Or is that just what it I feels think I, like? Yeah, it? it just felt like it's okay. like oh, I've been doing this wrong for twenty years of my <laughs> life. Are you good now? I mean, I've never had to really oh, run. Oh, you don't do it. Okay, but, but you know, like to go on a run, it's like oh, I have been doing this wrong. This makes sense. I feel propelled forward now when I move a little so bit you, quicker. If you went and went for like a, a run you know tomorrow or something would yeah. you be doing it the right way or would it still i think feel so no, in, in my head oh okay i at least have figured it out completely in my head in your head okay whether i'm still running wrong i might be oh that's an interesting thing yeah so real slow white boy <laughs> would did not help in any sport okay i tried real but hard. yeah you were out there you were you were giving it your your all your best yeah you know and I was able. I was second string quarterback. Oh hell yeah, man! Which was nice. fun. That's really cool. Um, until then, it was like first string against second string. Uh-huh. So then it's second string line against first string defense, and just fucking rocking. Yeah, that sucks, man. Holy shit, they're not helping you out at all no. in that situation. Yeah, no. It just. Do you remember like being afraid or getting hit real hard? Oh yeah, or, man. Yeah, I remember. This was and like. I don't know. I, I guess in recent years I've changed. Like if I were to have a kid, I don't think I'd let him play football mm-hmm. because I think it is fucking people up in a real yeah. bad way. But anyway, um, 
I remember getting hit so hard in practice and like I got to my feet real quick, but I looked at the dude's jersey who hit me and the number on it looked like a question mark. <laughs> and it and like I had to shake it off. Yeah, dude. I got rocked. I I think I'll remember that until like I die. Yeah. <laughs> like that was probably the hardest I've been hit in my life. Oh god. Yeah, yeah those don't go away. No, no. But and like we were talking about fights a couple episodes ago and like yeah, I've no, I don't think I've ever been in like a fight proper, but that was like a kind of a good experience to go through. Right. And I guess I was proud of myself that I like basically got to my feet like right away. Yeah. I didn't just like roll over and cry <laughs> or something. You know? like, I'm just yeah. done with football. But, uh, but he fucked me up pretty good. Yeah. No, I think everybody in football remembers a hit or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. There's two or three that I can remember. Even just in practices. Yeah, They're like oh, I'm terrified of that man for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there were people who I'd just be so afraid of. Yeah, like I did. I want to stay as many yards away right. from as possible. Right, it's crazy. But then, like at the, you know, it's weird. Like you're 12, and then you watch 12 year olds hit each other now, and it's like, oh, you're barely touching each other. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, all right, so football, you did some. I did that, yeah. Um, what other what other sports did you play? I played uh. Played a little bit of baseball growing up, but wasn't notable at that. I didn't even make it to like middle school on that. Mm-hmm. I did like T ball, coach pitch, and then like <laughs> right. I don't not too much farther after that. Yeah, but um, that was cool. I wish I would have played more of that because like baseball is really fun. I was on a I was on a softball team a couple years ago, and I really liked that. Um, but I don't know at the time I didn't appreciate it. Yeah, you know I I played until. Uh, I tried out by I played freshman year and then tried out at another school that I moved to. Oh, nice! Tried out sophomore year, and I didn't make it. Oh, um, because I didn't hit a single ball really? during tryouts. Oh, so <laughs> well, that'll do it, I guess. Yeah. What did you play? Like, were you a good fielder? Yeah. Or? Oh, okay. Like, in the, well, that was the best part. Is you know you have there's like three days of tryouts. Okay. And uh, I was in the top three of defensive men. Like I played okay. shortstop and third base, and I oh, had damn, that man. down. And then I was dead last for hitting. Oh shit! Because I didn't hit a single ball. And was that always the case, or were you just having a bad day? Uh, I mean, I wasn't great. Uh-huh. I was on and off. You just get in your head, yeah. And then like once you uh miss a, a bunch day one you're fucked for the rest yeah of the there's not there's not much you can do to come back from that i guess yeah so i played golf instead oh you did i did that's yeah. really cool that's that's uh golf is fun but I, that's not something i've spent nearly enough time with to be good at mm-hmm. you know but i would i will gladly go out and like golf yeah and fuck around on the course and drink yeah drinking and just fucking around with friends yeah yeah that's the best fun that's yeah the best it's real fun. It's definitely my dad's side. Like my dad was oh, a golfer. Yeah. Like my grandparents, they live by a golf course. Would go with them all the time. Very nice. And then joining high school, it was you know like country club boys, and I am not. No, well, right, right. It's it's a certain uh, yeah. Just it's almost st- a class thing. Yeah, golf, I yeah. mean you know stereotypically kind of snobby and right, all these right. collared kids and. I didn't really get along with anybody. Really? It was a very lonely golf existence. Oh, that sucks. Which, yeah, I don't know why, but just I, it didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, I fucked around too much. Because um, I could play, but then, oh, like, I've... still, fu- like, so, I don't know. Yeah. I'd give up too easily, I think. 
I do too. I, I've, I've noticed that habit, you know, especially in relation to sports and probably in life in general, that mm-hmm. like, it's a thing I need to work on where I, if I get frustrated by something, I'm inclined to just like stop trying, Yeah, you know? And, yeah. and a lot of times you really do have to like power through that because it's not a good habit to get right. into. Like to this day, I, I will play basketball if friends are playing like a pickup game, but I'm so awful at it that like it makes me mad. Yeah. And I just I, and I give up and I'm not a good person to be around. <laughs> so it just sucks. Right. Yeah. That's. um, Yeah. I mean, giving up that that type of thing. I don't usually like yeah. I, it'll take me way longer to run a mile, but I could run 10 miles and be it. slow, but eventually get there. Cause get I'm just done. not going to yeah. fucking stop. Yeah. Um, but then like golf, I would give up in spite of like my teammate who like you're not really playing on team but then like this guy would say something like snotty and i'd get all pissy and then just start putting with my driver Uh, and they get real mad and uh so it was kind of quitting like to just piss somebody off off, which is also not a good no (laughs) (laughs) no but it's out of like frustration yeah and that's i guess that's why watching any type of sport on tv is is interesting because you get to see these like basic human elements come out of people like For better or worse, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love watching people just get real pissed and yeah. then, like, figuring it out and getting better. And, right, yeah. right. Over Overcoming that kind of stuff is powerful, too. But, like, yeah, basketball is the most frustrating game I can play. I'm just not coordinated really? doing that. So I get very – it's almost not even fun. I mean, I still do it. I'll still play. Yeah. But it never goes well. Yeah, man. Yeah. So how much do you think that affects – like real life stuff or even like in stand up or other things that you've pursued. Uh, I don't know. It's probably not as bad with like everything in life. I mm. mean, I'm not as bad as at life as I am at basketball. <laughs> that certainly <laughs> Fortunately. Helps. Yeah. Not saying I'm great at life, but right. I'm doing a little bit better than full um, court game. Oh, I did want to go back to uh talk about baseball. Yeah, like, yeah. Um cuz as a kid I always fucked around in the infield and I always played with the dirt. So I had, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So they always made me play an outfield because I would just always have a handful of dirt in my hand and then a ball come to me. Really? And I couldn't, you know. I mean, that's the classic kid thing. Yeah. You know, you can't really, I don't know if I've met a person who didn't have that experience and I don't know like the kids who are really good at baseball, how they transitioned out of that. Yeah, because like as a kid, you're just distracted, and you you'd rather play in the dirt than watch what this kid with the bat's gonna do, right? Okay. And wait around for it. Yeah, he might not even hit it to me. No, I'm just yeah. thinking about. Actually, odds are very slim. He's not gonna hit it to you, right? Or he is gonna hit it to you. But I don't and, know. I think eventually, you know, you do that long enough, you start to focus better. And yeah, I think it was by like maybe seventh grade, maybe uh-huh. I finally stopped playing in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which it's you would think seventh is plenty old. Plenty old, yeah. If you're if you're still doing it seventh eighth grade, it's gonna yeah. be gonna be a problem. And that was always the thing where I remember playing shortstop and being decent at it. Where like if there was a ball that would that would be hard to get to, I uh-huh. could get it. Okay. But if there was a ball hit to me and like I didn't have to move, uh-huh. I would get my head within those like two seconds as the ball coming to me. Okay. Go right through my legs every time. Wow. It was that type of just like psyching yourself out like, oh, fuck, this is the one that I should get. Yeah. I'm going to fuck it up. Yeah. And then instead, like if there's a ball harder to get, it's like, I'm not expected to get this, but I think I can fucking I get this. I think you can this. do it. And it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's another uh, that's another phenomenon in sports. Mm-hmm. Like 
having like an e- really easy catch or something slip right through your hands. Yep. You know, because there's like, I don't know, there, you almost have more to lose that way. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's an easy lay, like missing a layup, you know? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it happens. People can do that. Right. Because uh, there's almost this expectation. Yeah, it's so much easier to get in your head. And yeah. that was definitely the first instance of realizing, you know, that idea of psyching yourself out yeah. or getting in your head and you're kind of fucked from there on out mm-hmm. Yeah, at that time. Which you could also apply to, like, stand-up. Or For whatever, sure. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got a couple bloody noses from trying to catch fly balls. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I know, would that just happen. I just, you know, get to, like, it would either bounce off my glove or hit me right in the face. Oh, oh, I thought you meant, like, just the pressure of it would give you a buddy. Nose. Oh, no. But, no, it actually hit you. Physically, okay. the ball was <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, in my grandma's backyard, like, mm. something bad happened a few days earlier with a pop fly, so my dad was trying to, like, get me back into oh, it. Oh, yeah. It was throwing him up, and it just right off my, the bridge of my nose, oh, just fuck. bleeding. Yeah, yeah that'll, that'll do it. Like, another year of fear after uh, that. fucking do it. Ouch. So not very good. It's, it's also like if you're playing the outfield, it's so hard to read like where it's going mm-hmm. and like to, to have it like it. you watch a baseball game on TV or at the, you know, you go to the park or whatever. It looks it comes so naturally to those guys. Yeah. But when you're actually out there. Yeah. Judging that shit is one of the hardest things to do. You see how high that ball yeah, goes. Right. It's insane. No, it's nuts. They make it look so easy. Yeah. But you put one of us out there from the crowd, put them up. Put us in the outfield. Nobody's fucking doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard. It's crazy. Let's Fuck. take a quick break. All right. Uh, and we'll see if LeBron shows up. All right. Sounds good. Attention listeners who live in Chicago, come to the fourth annual Juggernaut Film Festival at the Music Box. It's a festival of sci-fi and fantasy short films from around the globe. They have space travelers, vampires, robots, goblin queens, and more. Saturday, April 9th, from 12 to 5.30 at the Music Box Theater in Chicago. Go to otherworldtheater.org and use the promo code MACHINE50 to get 50% off tickets, so they'll only be $10 for a whole afternoon of films. Again, that's the fourth annual Juggernaut Film Festival at the Music Box. And now we return to the conclusion of We Book Celebrities. And welcome back to the second half of We Book Celebrities. That's smooth. I'm trying to get better at, you know, taking the the reins of the podcast a little right? bit. Right. And you add a nice little NPR smooth calmness to it. I did that time. That was good. I don't think it's going to be that way across the board. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on my professionalism. Well, I, I appreciate that. I think the listener does too. Thank and you. I th- thank you. <laughs> and thanks everyone else. And I would say if uh, LeBron was here, he would appreciate it. I think so, too. I think so. I think this would be a very different interview for him. And right. he would kind of respect that we're not asking the same typical post-game questions. Yeah. Oh, man. Those post-game interviews seem horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially I'd... if you lose. Right. Cam Newton walking out, good for him. I don't understand why people made bashed him. And they give him so much shit about it, yeah. I don't understand it's it. It's like, no, you got people asking all these leading terrible questions. Yeah. And you're having a really bad day. You just lost the Super You went to oh. the Super Bowl for the very first time, and you lost, and you didn't play well. Yeah. No, I don't want to talk to you fucking media people. And then you media people are mad at me for leaving, because... Uh, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's a bunch of... 
bunch of bullshit. I didn't get it. Yeah. But I guess, I don't know if that's like part of his deal, if that's like in his contract where you have to at least kind of give him something. Right. That's certainly. Um, he is making a ton of money, but like, I don't know. It's It goes to that like primal thing in competition where like you can't expect somebody to be happy after they just like kind of got not literally beat up but like they lost <laughs> yeah you know and they kind of got whooped up and on yeah yeah there is there is the physical they actually get beat up too but like <laughs> right it yeah. wasn't like they got you know i don't know what i'm trying to say <laughs> like beat up in the wild and left for dead <laughs> right. i guess yeah yeah it's you know that i I'm glad I don't have the pressure to do post like mic interviews. Oh man, I know. Yeah, I could. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, that well, would, would that would suck. It would walk out a lot, I think, too. Mm-hmm. So don't blame Cam. Um, I think LeBron can he deals with himself pretty well um, outside of the game. Yeah, off the court. I that, know people kind of gave him shit when he was a little bit younger. Probably, but yeah. I think now, like he, you know, becomes the leader and he does well. It's interesting that they have like pro- they probably have whole, uh, you know, agent like part of his agent's job and like PR team is like coaching him how to handle that shit. Yeah, media you training. Know? I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty wild. I'm, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of things that we don't know about that they have to learn and get better at and yeah. deal with. I'm not gonna self promote here, but one of my uh, like one of my strongest jokes like early on was about this very thing about mm. lebron james specifically will you de- will you debut it on this or at least i don't the know if i want to de- matter I feel, or anything or well the idea of the joke is that like you know i was playing pickup basketball and one of my friends like always shouts at me mm-hmm. when i go to take a shot to like distract you ever right. have a friend that does that yes, like do. yells to just try to get you to fuck up right and like really that's just like the laziest defense a person can do because mm-hmm. you never would see like lebron james do that right and he's in his post-game interview and they're like what <laughs> oh. happened and he's like well you seen it we just wasn't spooky enough out there <laughs> i have heard that joke yeah I like that joke yeah. yeah so that that was like one of the first jokes where i was like oh i was kind of onto something mm-hmm. um but i also have to impersonate a black guy so that's a weird uh that's weird ground to tread on well so. you know i think you just do a generic deeper voice because he's yeah. got a deep voice he does he does and especially when you say the word spooky, it's got to be deep voice. Yeah. It makes it even It funnier. makes it absurd. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I didn't know that. And I'm glad that added to it that you, um, one of your golden jokes. <laughs> I still do it. I yeah. still do it from time to time. But um, yeah, I didn't even, I wasn't prepared to do that. I just felt, <laughs> felt, right. like, uh, felt like busting that out. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always the worst when people ask for you to say a joke. But yeah. this was one of the few times that it kind of came out naturally. It was, uh, yeah, as natural as it could be, I suppose. Yeah. I think somebody will then want to go to a show and they'll scream out, do the spooky, do the spooky joke. But then they'll already ruin part of the punchline <laughs> and you know how people do. They're terrible. They're terrible <laughs> folks. You people are terrible. Yeah, but the, but that's got to be a nightmare. Yeah. Dealing with the press. Definitely. And everybody's looking to twist things you say and try to get you to say something. Like right. Incriminating about your team. Why did you unfollow the Cavs Twitter handle? Yeah. All that shit. Yep. You know? That's big news today. Yeah. He unfollowed his own team on right. Twitter, which I don't... That's still... Just old man Who knows like, what that means? That... 
That shouldn't matter at all. Like, I that's know, so inconsequential. I, I bet you he's not even the one controlling that. I bet you he has like yeah. a team that's like managing all of his tweets and shit. Yeah, the amount of things that people do just not even thinking about and the amount of times those turn into stories. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, the media is like hungry for something. You know, right. they want they want to put some sort of big... Yeah. And, you know, they try like, there. you know, trying to get somebody to say something stupid or inflammatory or angry. Mm, yeah. Or then if like and then the player doesn't want to do that and they leave the interview, then the story is, oh, they left the interview. And like, right. Yeah. They're going to do something just, with it. They're going to yeah. publish something either way. Yeah. So, well, this is uh, sorry. This is uh, a weird uh, thing that um, just just LeBron's like history with with Cleveland in general. Cause like I remember, I lived there when he left the Cavs to go to Miami. Yeah, and uh, how angry everybody was. You know, just the way he did it. He had that whole like big the decision thing. <laughs> I remember the decision, and just like it was, it was so blown, blown up, and really, yeah. I don't know, it really seemed kind of like egomaniacal, right, to do it that way. But I thought it was like brilliantly done on how he came back, and he wrote that like really sentimental letter. Mm-hmm. Were you excited for him to come back? Yeah, absolutely. Did you see the town of... Were you in... Did you know many Cleveland people at that point and oh, their reactions? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It was... Uh, everybody was so pissed. It was outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I Dan Gilbert, the owner of the Cavs... Okay, yeah. Well, like, posted this, like, ridiculous letter, like, saying that... The Cavs would win a championship way before LeBron oh, did, Jesus. which was that. Yeah, it was just like total like emotion bullshit, then totally unfounded. Right. Um, but there were like the whole like jersey burning parties or whatever. <laughs> it was, it was a whole big thing, man. And I'm I am ashamed to admit that like I was personally like affected by it. like I took it really tough too. For sure. Because he was like the city's one hope to win a, a championship. Yeah. And. They probably never will, right? At this point. And then when he came back, were you? I was. I was super excited. Yeah. yeah. I thought last year was going to be their year. Then I thought this year was going to be their year, mm-hmm. and now I don't think so. I know. And uh, yeah, I wonder how much that will affect his. Well, obviously, you know, championships affect somebody's dynasty a lot. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. But man, that guy's a monster. I love watching all his top ten plays. I do too. I do too. It, it was weird because I've had such a weird, uh, a strange like trajectory in following him. I hated him when he was with the Heat, and mm. I was. I remember that first year they made it to the finals, and Dallas beat him. It yeah. was it was super fun to watch. So that is fine. Yeah, because wow. I was like, I fucking hate this guy. He's yeah. a traitor. He's the worst. I'm glad he <laughs> lost. <laughs> And then now it's like I'm, I've totally switched sides again. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't imagine the town not letting him come oh, back yeah. if he wanted to genuinely. Yeah. They, they need everything they can, they can <laughs> yeah. get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He did. He's the one that turned me back on to the NBA. Right. Yeah. Right. As a kid, watched Jordan, Chicago. Mm. I mean, grew up in St. Louis, but the Bulls were the team mm. for sure. I can't. You're you're sort. You're also like kind of like this casual basketball fan. Yeah. You. I don't follow it super closely, but I know enough to like converse at a very basic level. Yeah. Right. I, th- yeah. That's that's where I am now. This year, I have not paid attention. I as haven't. Much. I I could be doing better. I just know Golden State's where it's at. Steph. I don't think anybody's stopping them. No. That man is also a smaller in frame, but also a monster. That dude yeah. is impressive as well. 
Um, yeah, I can't tell you the amount of times that I played in my backyard. We had like a wraparound driveway. We had a hoop in the back. So we had like a good, you know, oh, like nice. a half yeah, yeah. court, uh, little basketball area back there. And the amount of times I like played in my head, it was just me, but I played like two on two basketball with like Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen oh, nice. and John Stockton and the mailman Carl Malone yeah. against the Utah Jazz oh, right. all the time in my head. <laughs> So like and I you would, would like do the the sort of like announcer voice. Yeah, and I would the, pass yeah. it to myself, but I'd be passing it, you know, to Pippen and back to oh, right. Michael, and I played those. You were games part of that lot. team, yeah. So are you like growing up with that kind of image, especially being like St. Louis area? Mm-hmm. Um, you were you a Bulls fan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Like all the way through. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Watched all those finals, especially yeah, especially the Utah Jazz Bulls. Oh. Those. Playoffs are some of the best series that I know that I. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Are, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, you know, it's weird because like so many people we know are from around here and like grew up in that Bulls era with Jordan and all that. Right. And I don't know if I was, I always heard about Michael Jordan and like knew he was the undisputed best, but mm-hmm. like I didn't get caught up in that stuff. Oh, you yeah. know, I bought Air Jordans. Yeah, the I most expensive. Uh-huh. Like they were over a hundred dollars, which right. just blew my parents in my mind <laughs> that it was that expensive. Yeah. Uh, bought those. I mean, basketball. What? Like I would, you know, run up and down the street just dribbling the basketball uh-huh. wherever I went. Like full on drank the Michael Jordan NBA Kool Aid. Gotcha. I think now that I think about it, I had a Bulls uh, starter jacket. Oh, man. But that was no decision of my own. I think my parents just got it for me. Mm. Like, my parents were bandwagoning on it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, okay, I need a jacket. A cool, like the swishy kind? Yeah, the swishy kind. With the weird, with the zipper that was in the shape of the starter (laughs) S. They're so bad. Uh, Did you own rip-away pants? No. Yeah. Not, well, no, not that I remember. Yeah. Because I didn't really play a lot of basketball. Yeah. So I didn't have a need for them. I owned, I think, three pairs. You did? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, even like the kind where like they had buttons all the way down the side or a zipper all the way down the side. Oh, right. Yeah. And then like you could unbutton the top part of mm-hmm. it. And man, I thought those were cool. That's It's cool. It's cool to be able to like oh yeah, take those off and get in there. <laughs> <laughs> but the amount of times that I like, you know, still didn't even need to take those off. Right, right. You still wear them. It was a cool thing to do. So that's yeah, that's a that's a John Mulaney joke, I think. It is, yeah, yeah. it is, yes. When yeah, that's one of those jokes. Like, God damn it, that's such a. Like, I wish I wrote that exactly. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah that's that's a good one for sure. Um, do you have a proudest or worst sports moment that you can remember? I don't know if I do personally. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing stands out. Do you ever injure yourself? I sprained my ankle playing football. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I caught a pass and got tackled. And then, like, somebody dove on afterwards and, like, rolled my ankle in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And that sucked. Yeah. I remember, like, yelling. <laughs> uh, oh, man, that, yeah. And it was just kind of, like, embarrassing. Right. But it wasn't that bad. Yeah. I don't know. I got my first bee sting when I was playing soccer. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, was getting stung by a bee a big thing in your life as a kid? It wasn't really. I, I don't know. I guess the first time it was, but I wasn't allergic or anything. Yeah. So it wasn't a huge problem. 
I just remember like up until like second or third grade, it was almost a point of pride that I hadn't been stung by a bee yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. You were I, happy about that? Yeah. It was like, you know, I, that's something I could bring up to friends to impress my right. second grade Wait, friends. so second or third grade? Yeah, I think it was second. And I was okay. playing soccer. Okay, and I yeah. fell and landed, my hand landed on a bee. Oh, and my fuck. finger kind of swelled, like swelled up. But it wasn't a big deal. No, it was fine. But yeah. I was very upset that I got sung by a because you lost your ability to say that. Yeah. Okay. I I remember like sitting next to a like unknowingly sitting next to a wasp nest uh, in like first or second grade, and I got stung like three times, Holy and I shit. lost my shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was I was like losing it really bad oh yeah. jesus yeah yeah and wasps do i think i think that was my first experience oh. and it was bad yeah yikes yeah maybe i had been stung by just a regular bee before but man. this was like what the fuck yeah, yeah. oh man that would be <laughs> it was rough so horrible yeah uh i remember the second time i got stung was in, like summer camp uh-huh. Uh, and it was right before we were going to a St. Louis Cardinals game. Oh, cool. And, um, like, we would just be out in, like, the back lawn of our school that we were at summer camp. And we would just take mud clots from the baseball field and just throw them at bees on the ground. <laughs> so, like, provoking them? Yeah, or, like, just kill it. Like, oh, the oh, big mud clots. Okay. Yeah, it would just smother, just kill them pretty right. much instantly. Okay. I remember picking up the mud clot after killing a bee, and there was this little white dot, like the size of a dipping dot. Okay. And I touched it, and I don't know why. I touched it with my ring finger. Right. And it hurt, and my finger just immediately swelled up. Was it the stinger? Yeah. Oh. But like, it didn't look like a stinger. It was just a white ball, and still, and it I, was attached. It was not attached. No. Yeah. To the it bee. was completely on its own. Oh, weird. Yeah. I've never done anything like that. No, and my finger swelled. I couldn't get my finger in my glove uh-huh. like as I took it to the baseball game. And it <laughs> hurt sucks. real bad. Yeah, that really and, sucks. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, speaking of weird bee stories. <laughs> <laughs> this is what LeBron would love. So yeah. did you ever do the thing where you'd get like fishing line and you'd try to capture a bee and tie it around the bee and like be able to fly it? Whoa, no. You never did that? Uh-uh. <laughs> I attempted it. Um, Catching bees would sound scary. It's, it's Yeah, we had to use a net, and then we like held it down with some tweezers. What? And then we got a little loop going, put it around the bee, and then it's like flying a bee kite. You it's, got a leash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like a, le- a leash. Yeah. A leash. Wow. Did it work? Yeah, it works. What? <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, but it is kind of cool. Yeah. I feel like we. I'm gonna do that this summer. No, I mean, yeah, as an adult, <laughs> probably disappointed. I mean, I did that probably like when I was like older than I should have been. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, wow. No, I mean, I vague like it almost rings a bell like something that they did in cartoons. It's from it's from a show, a Cartoon Network show called Cow and Chicken. <laughs> I, oh do, man. do you remember that show? I hated that. I couldn't it watch a, it. It yeah, was too it, weird. It was a weird bad show, but they would like go bee flying in it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is a strange show, but I like that idea. Right. And yeah, my friends and I did it one day. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I could see them doing it in Cow and Chicken or like Ed, Ed and Eddie. 
Yeah. Maybe I'm confusing the two. I don't know. I don't know. But it was one of those Cartoon Network shows. Makes sense. Yeah, though. one of those strange ones. Yeah, I never did. I didn't know that you could do that in real life. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, there's like YouTube videos of kids doing it. Well, I'm definitely going to I like looked it up uh, like, you know, a couple years ago. Yeah. Again. Oh, that is awesome. So like, do you, can you vividly remember like... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't know like what we did eventually. I don't know. Eventually the bee would like kind of just peter out and not fly anymore yeah and i think we just like left it there with the string around (laughs) so it's like deal with that fucker (laughs) oh man and you know like this that string is heavy to it and like it's It's kind of like bee cruelty and now that we know like all the bees are dying off right i I feel a little guilt about it oh just adding to it one fishing line at a time right i'll say that i don't do it anymore right and i think yeah now that i forgot about all those poor bees that are going by the wayside yeah i can't like that's almost killing a rare animal so i can't right i don't know if i should waste well well you don't be throwing any more dirt clumps at them <laughs> right but i feel like i might have to try a bee kite at this point maybe i don't know how you're gonna do it also, how do you get the loop around its you, body? you pre-tie the loop right so it's like ready to go but it's a little looser than it needs to be yeah you get the bee in a net you find you kind of like pin it down with some tweezers yeah and you got to be real careful Man. but if you can get it still you just put hold the loop up to it <laughs> and then tighten it and then yeah we i don't I personally was never stung doing this. Maybe wow. one of my friends was. That's impressive. Yeah. You would think immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You yeah. think you got, like, it comes with the territory. Like, yeah, you're going to have a cool bee kite, but you're going to get stung. <laughs> so you wait. Please, people, send in your bee kite photos. And videos. And videos. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, not a photo. Tutorials. <laughs> yeah, please. Please do. I think this is my favorite conversation on this podcast. Really? Yeah, just in the middle of it, just this surreal. Just <laughs> I can't believe you've never even heard of it. No. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Man, I, I think LeBron would be too busy shooting hoops. To I think so. That's, that's another thing about like people who play sports at a certain level is they that all of their time goes to that. Yeah. Especially I, like as a kid, you don't really get to have fun because you're playing. Yeah. The sport all the I time. mean, it was fun. Like, I played basketball a lot. Like, that was, I mean, I spent so many times mm-hmm. just shooting free throws and all these things. I loved it. I wasn't actually that good was the problem. Man, it was way too slow. And yeah. I No, it can be legitimately fun at yeah. times. But, like, when you got a coach yelling at you or it's like, all right, get back oh, up man. and do these drills. It's like. Yeah. That can be kind of a bummer, especially as a kid. Yeah. You and know? rec basketball, art, it was like a 70-year-old man who just angry yelled all the time uh, yeah. and yeah yelling it it didn't motivate me it just made me want to stop no right yeah because i'm not a kind of that kind of person who like learns or is motivated by that at all no bobby yeah. knight would not make me a better basketball coach right yeah yeah not 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 for you i don't see that going well um so yeah, worst sports moments you can't just i don't know man yeah like uh, when i broke my ankle that was really embarrassing yeah um I don't know. Getting hit like at that like what I told you when I saw the question mark on the right. jersey. That that was like it was like a character building thing. I don't <laughs> think it was terrible, but um yeah, it kind of sucked. Yeah, but if that's you know, if that makes you feel stronger and you got up and you felt good about yeah. it to a point after I don't know. I'm worried I might remember something after we're done recording and then Oh, it usually it'll does just happen. Be lost in the void, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um 
I dove in high school. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, and that definitely brings out the like best and worst moments. Also, I, think, I would be so anxious. Yeah. Doing that. Oh, man. I stopped at the end of my senior year. I cut it short because I just couldn't do it mentally anymore. You did it from freshman till senior year? Yeah. Though? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, it was some of the most terrifying days. Like, I, that really? last season, I dreaded it of just smacking and smacking and smacking and smacking, trying dives and fucking up. It takes courage to even, like, attempt a dive. Yeah. You know? And that was just, like, getting out of your comfort zone. It's like, all right, so I have to, like, walk forward off this board and then flip backwards, Ooh. which is a reverse. Right. And the reverse one and a half was, like, the scariest thing in the world to me. Okay. So, like, you'd be going forward, and then you do a flip, but you do one and a half. Yeah. And, like, as you are tucked real tight, and then you're kicking out, like, you're seeing the board six inches from your face as Ooh, you're going in. Fuck. And, the, and you, I've seen videos of people fucking that kind of stuff up. I collapsed on top of, like, yeah, yeah I went up and didn't go out far enough. Ugh. So, I was diving. And you slam your just, face on that fucking yeah, board. just hands, face, leg. Just Jesus collapsed. Christ. Right back onto the board. And it's like all, you almost need to do that as part of practicing. Right, yeah. Oh, that's fucked. Oh, so <laughs> that was probably so that like was collapsing on the board. Um, we did, uh, I was able to practice at the Mizzou Aquatic Center a oh, couple cool. a couple summers. Right. And they have 10 meter diving. So that's 33 okay. feet up in the air. Holy fuck. And uh, to get over fears, they would have us stand backwards with our toes on the edge of uh, the platform, you just lean back and you just let yourself go and you fall. And so are you hitting the water head first? Though? You will end up doing a complete flip if, as long as you keep your body straight. You'll do a complete flip and land on, on your, your feet? feet yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Wow. If you trust your body and stay straight. Okay. Uh, but when you you're not doing that at first. Yeah. yeah. No, you. I freak out uh-huh. uh, and ball up. And then you're just this flailing meat in the air. And I landed and smacked my back. And it kind of like splits your skin. Does it really? It kind of looks like a spider web. Are you serious? Yeah. Is it just like a temporary thing? Or does, yeah. is it with you for like a week? Uh, a no, probably not a week. I would say like a day. A day. Like it just looks like kind of like somebody just put a waffle iron on your back, but like your entire back. Woo. Like it just splits open. Weird. Fuck it. Like yeah. that was, that's probably the most painful. Like, you know, worse than a broken bone because it's like here. Yeah. yeah. We we had like a rec center in our town growing up. And like, I remember it was a big deal just to jump off of that thing, let alone dive with your back facing. Oh. The, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, diving is definitely like getting out of your comfort zone helped with stand-up and uh-huh. like doing things that okay. you're afraid of. Um, it's a similar kind of like reflex or yeah, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it's definitely helped with facing fears and stuff in stand-up. That's pretty cool. And that's why like parents encourage their kids to play sports. Because mm-hmm. like teaches them how to conquer stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. That's like a basic thing you need in life. Yeah. And... I was never naturally athletic, and I'm still not, but <laughs> right. I thank my parents for, like, making me do that kind of shit. Right. Well, did you have any questions for Mr. LeBron? We're getting close to the end. Um, oh, this might be a good way to end it. Right. You know, everybody goes through cycles. Mm-hmm. They they reach their prime, and then they kind of gracefully go out. Right. I'm wondering if, like, LeBron has already peaked. 
I don't know, because I mean, you, you you can see the highlights and all that stuff, right? But do you think he's already reached that sort of like apex of his athletic ability, and now there's going to be younger, better people coming up? I mean, and it's certainly it's certainly starting to look like. I've that. heard he's having like like back problems. Yeah, I've um, not heard. I, I don't think it's like anything debilitating at this point, but like, right. you know, it, it's catching up to him because he's thirty. I think, yeah, yeah. Or close to it, yeah. And yeah, those young, those youngins showing up. Yeah, man, you you can only take so much of that, right? So, yeah, yeah. I'd be wondering if you, if that's something like he thinks about and is worried about. Because remember when he came back to Cleveland, he lost a bunch of weight, <laughs> which I think was because you know the less weight on your frame, the more your knees can kind of handle and right. the longevity of those holding up. Yeah, people like Shaq, right? Just the amount of weight on those Ooh. joints. And just old guys who like you who are that tall don't last that long. No, like yeah, it's, uh, tall people die earlier. Yeah, right. Because there's just you know the body's not meant to have good circulation. Right. For that kind of frame, man, I'm really glad I'm not. I know that's that's kind of where like the average height dudes really went out. Yeah, you know, it it kind of sucks for a while. Right. I wish I was a taller person. <laughs> Another three at this, inches. Maybe? At, yeah, at this at this point in my life, like mm-hmm. to be at least like six. Would be cool, right? But um, yeah, I don't know. At least I won't have to deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah, that and being asked if you play basketball. True, because I don't it, think yeah, I, yeah, I don't think I could deal with that go-to question to right. me all of the time. <laughs> but eventually, you like build up an answer, <laughs> right? I don't, and know. I think it would just get more and more aggressive because there's there's some people in the stand-up world who are real tall and they get it all the time. And oh man. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. All right. Yeah. So we think he is peeking out LeBron. Yeah, he must He must be. But, but I mean, that's just like a fact of life. That's something you have to come to terms with. And, like, he's made some really smart career moves. He's mm-hmm. got a ton of money. He's got so many endorsements locked up. How Nike like, is for the rest of his yeah. life. So there's worse things. He's already <laughs> got a championship. It'd be cool if he brought one to Cleveland, but that's my sort of bias. Yeah, and I'm sure he wants to. Yeah, I, I'm, I think that would help his legacy if he did that. Yeah. But also, like, he's been in playoffs and championships fucking, what, four or five years in a row? I know, yeah. Like, that's impressive in mm-hmm. its own, like, that, yeah. That's that's interesting, too, the idea of, like, well, how much else can you really accomplish right. at a certain point? Yeah. I don't know. Who knows, Dan? Who knows? Well, you know, I'm, I'm okay with him not showing up. Um, he might have had something to say about how else to get that line around that bee's body. <laughs> We grew up not too far from each other, so I feel like the, yeah. the tradition was a very regional uh, thing, and he probably had his own experiences be fly. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think there's no better way than ending on bee flying. And please, everybody, please send in your best bee kite video. Tweet them at, at WeBookSelebs. <laughs> we, there you go. And we'll retweet it. Please do. <laughs> Um, but don't kill the bees. We need we need lots more. Yeah, living bees. Yeah, don't leave them with this ten foot <laughs> string yeah. that they can't Remo- deal with. Okay, this is a Please weird endorsement, <laughs> but Please let your bees go. Yeah, save the bees. I've been Danny Shell, and I'm Dan Muller. You guys have a good evening. Goodbye. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. 